0: And we're fucking live once again. Wow, good to see you, buddy. I, I, it feels like you're right here with me.
1: It's great seeing your face, bub. It's great seeing yours too, but this is the next best thing to be next to each other. The, the, the isolation is starting to get to me. I thought I was what? strong. What? I was going to say, what's the worst part of it for you? Oh, I brought a uh, uh, ginger ale here for you. Oh, thanks, bub. Yep. Pound that for me. Crush it against your head. Sandman <laughs> the ginger ale in my honor, please uh worst part so far is um i kind of just want to like go outside i kind of just want to feel the sunshine on my face <laughs> the same place is bad for everybody else yeah i know you're allowed out i just but i don't want to now I've, but you know i did i didn't know that last week
0: i had to um i had to ask our very smart friend carl bakuti early one saturday
1: morning and just say hey uh we're allowed outside right he's like yeah of course yeah he's a, like yeah, <laughs> yeah no, duh. I mean, he's, a, he's a parental figure for me uh-huh. um I, yeah, I, I want to go outside. I want to go for like a long run outside and I mm. know I'm not going to run into anybody and it would, it would still be social distancing, but like I, I'm afraid of like tracking germs on my sneakers into my house. I I I guess I could do all this. The, the decamin de decontamination on the way in and out is more than, I don't have like a, a shore house outdoor shower for myself to use. <laughs> What about you? Are you starting to? Are you starting to actually like feel you? I feel like you were playing it fast and loose the past. Yeah, couple Yeah, man, weeks. I, and and I still
0: kind of am. I'm just really enjoying myself. I'm just getting caught up on
1: all my shows, all my books, all my music. I think it's I. I would I would characterize this as still being new for you.
0: Hmm? It is, man. It's like having all a puppy. Music.
1: A puppy that could kill old people. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> I I don't know I don't know what to I don't how long is this gonna last It's starting to, It's creeping in It's it's invading my psyche Don't let it man Listen talk
0: This me is off where the ledge,
1: dude I'm freaking out All right I'm, I'm back away from the
0: ledge right now I'm I'm gonna talk you down the right way Okay All right So this is where the importance of having a tight program comes in You already have a tight one So the cabin fever might get to you But this is the time for you to revert back to everything that you've been doing for the past four months or so, and now you have even you have even more time on your hands. Well, you're actually working from home, but you might have I'm busting my ass working from home.
1: I thought yeah, I was going to get a I, fake I work from home. I thought this was going to be all video games. <laughs> it's almost none. It's a, it's terrifying. This is terrible. Would you rather be working from work? I yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because this feels invasive. Doing this much work at home feels like it feels like my boss is here with me, uninvited, hand on my shoulder. Like, what are you working? What's that? (laughs) Like looking at your screen while you're trying to figure out something that you don't know, and like you, they they have to watch you. Have you ever had that happen at work? Where you, oh, maybe this doesn't happen in IT, but sometimes uh, one of my bosses will ask me for something and I don't know how to do it, and they have to watch me formulate the Google search, like standing over my shoulder, just because (laughs) of like social weirdness, not because I'm like in trouble they're just like they don't know to just leave me alone and let me figure it out yeah at my job they they don't really do that because so many people are just utterly fucking
0: retarded um they generally leave me alone and um showing that you're competent where i work is is off, often works to your detriment because you
1: get asked to do a lot of shit that the, that the idiots don't get asked to do that's real retard employment that's like <laughs> don't tell them you can do i think the military works like that <laughs> Yeah, it was
0: because uh, I remember they would say don't volunteer for shit because um, uh, when the non-commissioned officers would ask, hey, I, I need four bodies right now, um, they would give you the pat on the head of being one of the volunteers, but then you'd have to go and fold like fucking tents for the next eight hours. Mm. Whereas if you just pretended you didn't hear them, then you might have had to deal with the – how come these four guys are the only ones volunteering but nobody else is? But then you
1: just go back to doing what you were doing. I, th- I Yeah, I thought that uh... – I thought they were telling you not to do that because there there would be like repercussions. Like we don't fucking volunteer for shit, dude. Not around here. Then they're gonna come back <laughs> to us. Did you uh, did you beef with anybody when you're in boot yeah, camp, there was one, dude? Not well. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't say beef in boot camp, but there was one guy who set me straight pretty early on, and I needed it too because I was still in in bitch boy baby mode uh, <laughs> up until a couple weeks in. And the first couple of weeks, like they do shit just to fuck with you. And I remember this one instance where they're just having us make our make our beds, tear them all down, throw all the shit in the middle of the squad bay and dump our fucking uh, lockers out. And then you got to find your own shit. And then it got to the point where we put all that stuff back and then they counted from like 10 to have some number where you couldn't completely make your bed in that amount of time. And they were counting down. And I remember looking to the guy next to me, I, whatever his name was, I forget what it was. I said, "Please help me." He's like, "Rainy." He's like, "Rainy, you gotta do this on your own, dude." And like, I, I clutched imaginary pearls. And then, like a few seconds later, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, I really do have to do this shit on my own. Damn, was that a was
1: that a wake up call for you? It, I did. I've been making my bed ever since. <laughs> Were you in the army with Jordan Peterson? <laughs> or I'm sorry, Marines? No. Uh, yeah. I, I know someone who's been, I, like, sergeant first classes or something. I don't know. But when you're, in when you're like, in charge of getting people ready for the military, apparently you are just, like, these are people whose fucking brains are falling out of their butts. It Dude, it's the worst. And they give you a taste of it, um, even though you
0: have no real authority when you're in boot camp, because they have at nighttime. There's always two people up to do what's called fire watch, which is basically make sure no fucked up shit happens in the middle of the night.
1: Like what? Specifically? Um,
0: <laughs> well like if somebody's like going a wall or something like that you got to alert the um the guy that's the um the drill instructor that's there overnight or if there's a fire or something or just some weird shit happening most of the time it's just like dudes getting up in the middle of the night to beat off Um, (laughs) you have to tell on them
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey at ease
0: (laughs) (laughs) no but there's one time it's um the problems you to run into are typically with no good nicks. And there was one no good Nick in particular, this kid Robinson, who was a total fucking dickhead. Um, He was he was supposed to relieve me one night. You would do an hour at a time and my hour was finishing up. So I went to wake him up. I was like, yo, Robinson, you got to wake up. You got to do fire watch." He's like, man, that's not me. That's the other Robinson. And there was another kid named Robinson. But I know it wasn't him because they gave first initials. Yeah. And he just argued with me for fucking 15 minutes. I was like, dude, it's fucking two o'clock in the morning. You do an hour, you go back to bed for three hours. It's not the end of the fucking world, but. And this is like two weeks in. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like the first like two months. The first month and a half, it's just like you deal with that kind of shit. After that, people are pretty good about saying because you realize the the greater good revolves around the group and the individualistic shit will get everybody in trouble.
1: Do, Do most of the retards drop out?
0: They do weird shit. I remember this one kid who was super retarded. This kid Diaz, <laughs> he would always piss himself, so <laughs> we would start getting in trouble for it. And you get a lot of you get a, you can go to the bathroom pretty much whenever you want. Uh, you have to raise your hand. Yeah, and like they'll just like say like you gotta pee again or something like that, but then they'll just say get out of my face. That's just like just <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs> but Tim, he would piss himself constantly, and not only did he piss himself constantly, but this one night he did something that was might be the funniest fucking thing i've ever seen outside of the senior drill instructor's office there's a table called the motivation table where he keeps um he'll display different uh, artifacts and mementos from his career spencer's gifts (laughs) it's like a peter griffin mug (laughs) a lois griffin vibrator so (laughs) but dude aside from the family guy gifts it's just like shit from shit from his career that shows like what you can accomplish in <laughs> the places you can go, and it's just medals and all kinds. All of, like, his nice medals were like in black light; they really light up. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, he would have all this shit displayed out for people to just go check out. And this fucking retarded kid Diaz, who would always piss himself, one night uh, during our like hour leisure, he walked over there in flip flops and he was just had his hands on his hips, staring at everything, and he just threw up all over this guy's medals. and i don't know why he did it like it seemed like the kind of thing that like a cat would do just to be spiteful because he has
1: no other recourse yeah (laughs) but it was just did did the piss guy get a cool nickname like private piss or anything like that no he didn't i don't i don't recall any cool nicknames god damn it dude Uh... military is always so much lamer than you expect it to be yeah, there weren't any cool nicknames but
0: uh our platoon did get called something really funny. Uh one of the things that never happened that I was really surprised about was they never curse at you. Is it Rainey's retards? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say retard. <laughs> Dude, they're oh, very man. they they're very polite. The the most offensive thing anybody said from a um a drill instructor perspective was we weren't doing shit the way that we were supposed to. And the one drill instructor got super frustrated and he said, I swear to God, this platoon acts like a bunch of goddamn titty
1: babies. (laughs) And I'll never
0: forget, like, because you're lined up two lines, like facing each other while he's going up and down the squad bay. And when he said that, I caught eyes with the guy across from me, this guy, uh, Holbert.
1: And our eyes just widened like, oh, my God, did he just say titties? Uh, (laughs) Titty babies. (laughs) Man, that's simple. That's that's. That's like bedrock, devastating name-calling. Yeah, that was pretty good. It doesn't make any sense, but you know it's kind of bad. It's short. There's nothing to explain. Man. You know what I mean? It's effective because when they really confront you
0: with something, you feel horrible. When you're not getting cursed, I mean, you get yelled at and you get
1: used to that, but like, if they have to use cuss words, man, you, you really messed up. I uh, remember remember the fucking idiot that I was telling you I worked with who ate unfrosted pop tarts mm-hmm. and went to he lived in the dorms at University of Florida at 30 years old. Yeah. He, one of his big things about how, you know, it's participation medals. Everyone soft. Everyone's, you know, a pussy now. Uh, one of his things is he said that when you're in the military now, they give you like a card that's like you're hurting my feelings. I can get you in trouble if you're. Too oh, real. no. Well, that can't be real. That's Dude, the most made up chainmail shit. Dude, I
0: don't know because I know there was an instance a few years ago at Paris Island where a kid killed himself in the middle of the night because he said that he was being bullied for religious purposes and he'd just end up fucking taking a running leap off of the balcony of, of the uh, entire uh, squad bay.
1: How high was it?
0: I think like, I think there were only like three stories, but he hit it hard enough to kill himself. Damn. And it was documented that he had expressed concerns about being bullied and there was a lot of just like, yeah, all right, dude, whatever. Because there is a lot. Of, I mean, if everybody's being bullied
1: in boot camp, yeah, that's um, kind of the point. Yeah, they're trying to break and you I, down so they can build you up. Yeah, they break it down pretty hard. Although they they build you up pretty good too. We got to watch booty call one. Dude, we got to watch booty call one day with Jamie Fox. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> was it like was it like cut up and censored?
0: Dude, it, it was incredible. No, it was it was as is and one of the times that I laughed the hardest was the part where Jamie Foxx is under the table and the dog's licking his ass. And he says, Oh, you want to play with the brother's asshole. <laughs> and that was just one of those moments where like, you're sitting there crisscross applesauce in the middle of the squad, but you're just like, I can't believe this is real right now. <laughs> um, we all got our assholes played with that day. <laughs> how, how far did you make it again before you went home? Uh well, I completed boot camp. I completed um combat training, my job training, and what was your job like, training? What? It was kind of lame. It was like uh fueling on like, base heli- dominoes <laughs> 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 it was like fueling helicopters and like tanks and like heavy equipment and that shit. fucking rules dude yeah, but i mean, how did you let that go? I don't know. it just wasn't my thing yeah um, but I ended up, yeah, I went to the reserves for like like a year and a half and then. I stopped going because they told me I was not going to get any money for school because there was a guy who fucked me over within the first few days of boot camp. Because like the first like two days, two, three days, you're just filling out paperwork. And when it came time to complete the work, the paperwork uh, to get money for college when you're done, he said, who's a reservist? And whoever was a reservist and I was raised their hand and he says, you're not getting this because as far as I'm concerned, you didn't make the commitment. You're a piece of shit. And then when I got to my reserve unit, I asked the uh, career planner there. And she's like, I'm afraid you're asked out. Those were her exact words. So it's like, all right, well,
1: I'm not coming anymore. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. Is that, was he telling you a real policy or he was just like, no, I won't. No, he just made it up because
0: like he didn't respect reservists because we didn't make the full four-year commitment. Whoa. Yeah, it was pretty intense and it was a real bummer because. Uh, well,
1: I hope he got blown up by a roadside bomb. <laughs> well, sorry. he was Jamaican. I, was sorry, I shouldn't he was, that.
0: He was Jamaican, so something probably happened to him. <laughs> <A> daggering
1: accident <laughs> killed him. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Th- there was nothing you could do about that.
0: No. And that's the thing. It's like... What the fuck does have- asked out mean, by the way? It means there- there's nothing that could happen. Like You're just as is. Because the way shit works there, it's like you have to follow the chain of command. And because I was referred up to her and she gave me a definitive answer, that's where it stopped. man i regret it though like i i wish i just said fuck it and and finished but you know as being a a petulant 20 year old
1: could you remind me uh about what year this was please Mm.
0: it was
1: 2000 i think i stopped damn you got out april 2000 you got out too early dude you almost got to be You almost got to be the troops in 9-11. Oh, man. Don't rub it in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you fucked up. I know I did. Could you imagine? Could you imagine sitting on the side of a fucking helicopter, touching down, that's kicking up all the dust? You're getting picked off by snipers. Everything explodes. I could be in MREs
0: like Steve MRE on YouTube. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: This is definitely rancid. Hmm.
0: Dude, that was, uh, what you turning me onto that channel really throws me back. Because That's my I, ASMR. That was, dude, I mean, having, having to eat those as often as I did, um, there were really some good ones. And watching him eat such good shit, like, it's fun to watch him eat terrible shit, but watching him eat, like, the really tasty shit was just like, wow.
1: What was your favorite snack? Hot dogs. Wait, you got MREs and you were living on base in America? Well, they give it, there's certain times you, where were they like, train you. you, have, you? yeah there's certain times
0: where like you have to go out into the field and when you go out to the field they'll just be like all right for if you're out there you would normally get a hot breakfast and then what's the field in-
1: what, the, what do you mean the field like myrtle beach where Where were you going <laughs> How yeah. what, were you going camping was this a camping they give, trip they give you they give you money for a jet ski <laughs> it's like you and a buddy got to split a sea dude <laughs> Your MREs just Miller Highlights. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're reenacting the Iwo Jima monument by putting up a volleyball net. <laughs> no, but like the, the field is just going
1: out to the woods. Yeah. All right. So it was a camping trip. Yeah. So when you go camping, they give you uh, MREs. So were there any it's... dudes when you got out there that were like, I'm basically the troops, dude. Like they were really feeling themselves because they were camping. Well, well, dude, I, you, you feel it right off the bat. Like when you first
0: get there, um, I think by the second day is when you're going through like the processing where you got to get all your shit, like your clothes and stuff like that. And there's dudes in there that are like really hardcore, and you're just like, "Oh man, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir." But then, like as you progress, you're just like,
1: "Oh, that was just pretty much a Cole's employee." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Tom Hanks in uh, Saving Private Ryan as a teacher, right? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Well no that was a, that was a spoiler, sorry, I think isn't it wait, am I crazy or is this concussions? We're in the whole movie they're asking what his job was, like what do you do back home or like you know they thought he was like cool shit' he's like I don't remember teacher. he's just like, yeah, you're an educator yeah i don't I don't remember that that well though, yeah, I've been having a problem where did I tell you about this like, I can't remember anything my my brain is deteriorating so quickly, and the Crispin Ma documentary fucked me up, but I had this thing where people have been hitting me up to either like ask me something about something we talked about on the podcast or looking for like a link to something I was talking about. And I have to have them explain to me what I was saying. Cause I have no idea what they're talking about.
0: I can do, I can relate. Like I, I haven't, well, I've only had, I think I've had two pretty rough head injuries, but aside from that, that happens a lot where I'm just like, I have no idea because I think a lot of times like there's so much that you experience that you can't possibly really be fully enmeshed in what you're doing or whatever conversation you're having or what you're watching.
1: I don't think I'm like, getting into much lately. I don't think I'm getting much at all to stick.
0: Okay.
1: I got a I got a message from uh, Brendan Crick. Did I tell you about Wait, this? No. Okay. Before you get into that, I just like that you said you're not getting much to stick, but you're in a t-shirt that says "Come." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I did I tell you I got a message from Brendan Crick. No, I he's, love him though. he's he, so funny, yeah, he fucking rules, but uh he all right, so he sent me a message on Twitter uh, the last time we talked was in two thousand eighteen, so I got a message that said uh if you if you recognize what I was talking about, just know that I didn't at all." But the message said, I've been trying to find that video of the retarded guy at the gangbang for years. Please let me know if you have a link. I remember him singing, take me out to the ball game with his own (laughs) lyrics about come, and I must experience this again. I had no idea he was talking about the podcast. I was just like, oh, yeah, I know that video. (laughs) Completely, uh, uh, like, in my brain, I was like, that's, uh, there's no recollection of us talking about it on here or on the Patreon, wherever it was. Zero at this point and I was just like oh that is something that I would ask me about if I was someone else sure that's normal so then I was like uh, I was like hmm this is a fa- <laughs> I started think I sat at my desk and I was like what which video was he talking about I didn't even know which video he meant and I was like hmm, this is a faint memory like I th- I kind of recall the thing you're talking about and then he had to explain to me <laughs> i think the last thing he sent me was this isn't out of nowhere that would be insane <laughs> it just sucks man hey man you you
0: should play it up though like pe- people will pretend to be retarded like uh, you should see if you can get benefits
1: now i i'm i'm not even pretending to be retarded dude. Did I? T- <laughs> no but i mean really ham it up well uh did i tell you i uh i showed the kids the ringer the Johnny you know, Knoxville they, movie about the special what Olympics. Did they think? Well, uh Ben <laughs> they, I was telling him about how like all the a, a bunch of the cast were actually retarded. And mm. Ben seriously said, uh, he's like, Is Johnny Knoxville retarded? <laughs> <laughs> Which is just it was so sweet the way it came out of his mouth. But It, uh, it
0: would be nice if like when you got a diagnosis of retarded the Jackass music plays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man <laughs> hi I'm Tim Butterly and this is CTE <laughs> Um, the reason we watched it is because uh, our friends over at fucking hearts one of them texted me and was like uh, hey we just showed the kids the ringer and that was the whole message I was like are you, are you telling me this because it's a cool movie to show kids or because of the retarded people and she's just like, ah, we'll let the people decide. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah they, it, they loved all the uh,
0: retarded people. Dude, it is fun, like, because, you know, it's. It, it, I, I, I like it when it's done so that it doesn't, you're not essentially making fun of them. Like, the Farrelly brothers were great. Like, they would put special needs people in their movies all the time. And they would also say very, fu- like, have very funny characters. Yeah. Or
1: portraying special needs, too. Like, Warren was great yeah true um watching it back I, I i was like kind of excited i was like oh this is all gonna be like you're not allowed to do any of the jokes from this anymore mm-hmm. and it was actually a pretty empowering story about differently abled people i never saw it oh my god they i are know hilarious. what it is but i never saw it they are hilarious and uh but the the thing that haunted me and i was talking about this on the stream earlier this week was i couldn't stop we put the kids in bed and I was just sitting on the couch giggling to myself. Just like here, here was the, the situation I set up is, uh, so you know how at the zoo they keep like the different kinds of animals in different pens, even though they might not like be in the same food chain. Cause it's just like, who knows what's going to happen. I was wondering if they had to do that with the different kinds <laughs> of retarded people on the set. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, I, I didn't think it was a joke or funny. It was just, that was where I got stuck. No,
0: you know what? If, if if you're that much of a wild stallion, I have a feeling you're not getting cast in a film. <laughs> that, that's so much worse than what I said. What Dude, you... <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you could be team TARD, but, you know, it's... Yeah. You're
1: putting, a to- you're putting a toe in the water. You're not doing a cannonball. Yeah. Dude, this is, the... <laughs> this is... the handler putting a snare over, like, a very thick kid's head because he's about to overpower someone with a different a different ability. <laughs> I, I don't know if it but, was me or one of the dogs said it, but then <laughs> I was just picturing someone in like the tiny cargo shorts and the, you know, the car with like a hat and, and we named him Stevie Irwin. <laughs> That'd be
0: great if like they're just like wilding out and then somebody's like, oh, I didn't realize uh, Jackie was a was a stuntman. And like, oh, no, he wasn't supposed to crush that doghouse. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's actually supposed to just ask for directions yeah. dude we might be I, I think we might be playing too much right now this yeah, might we're be canceled yeah this is this is it this is the end of everything now <laughs> because we couldn't hold this in <sighs> this is trash yeah, I, oh, I don't know man sometimes you gotta let it out the you quarantine do. will do it we'll yeah, do that to you i feel better yeah this is just space madness fucking me up just what fighting what? with people slap fighting with my wife <laughs> <laughs> all messy Mm. well do you get to drive anywhere not really no because i have a really good parking spot in front of my house Uh, uh, and if 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 shit really goes poorly i need that so i'm not i'm not giving it up so no i'm not driving fucking anywhere
0: i'm sorry man no You, uh, you don't you don't know
1: the depths yet dude you've been out and about every day risking it all
0: yeah yeah, I, I probably do a lot of shit I probably shouldn't, but uh you know, it, it helps me keep an even head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it, dude. Yeah. Uh, a guy got pretty weirded out tonight because I went to go get food earlier and I held the door for him and he looked as though like I pulled a knife on him. Yeah. I was like, dude, you can you can go. I'll hide behind
1: the door. You can't just... trust anybody. Oh yeah. I wonder I wonder how many people would have to die for us to, to notice that there were fewer people. I don't know. Maybe if this goes in the fall. No, no, it'd have to go on for years. But although, isn't it like a spike? Like it's exponential. I I think right now it's
0: increasing exponentially, and the hope is that if everybody minds their p's and q's later this spring, the um the exponential numbers will go to more of like a uh,
1: a linear progression. Yeah. So keep them crossed. Yeah. I have a I'm waiting on a, a shipment of blue Chews tomorrow and I'm worried like waiting waiting for it to ship cuz everything is delayed waiting for it to ship and waiting for it to get here. I've been like worried about the collapse of the postal service before I receive it. <laughs> 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 or like some some uh crazy, you know, militia is going to take control of the postal service and they're going to start like stealing the mail and you know what I mean? Dude, there's some, there's some pretty wild dogs that work for
0: the postal service now. It's not like it was 10 years ago when like you have fucking
1: regular ass 50 year old dads delivering mail mm. well they now got they big- got hot black mail ladies now yeah which is like what was that what what's that strategic move it feels like they're doing something on purpose they saw this coming because they know nobody's gonna try
0: to usurp the postal service if if a bunch of sassy uh that's right. Uh, the front line of defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They do need the only thing. The only instead of like giving them weapons, they're just like holding up their phone and Facetiming.
1: <laughs> so yeah, hope, <laughs> hope you should be out here
0: first class. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
1: Stop, dude! You stupid! I think you unplugged your mic, by the way. Oh no! No, you're good. All right. Cool. I thought I saw it pop out, and you went silent. Oh. So yeah, oh, wow. hopefully hopefully the postal service still exists tomorrow <laughs> through the end of the uh delivery day. Um You'll
0: get it. I fucking
1: better. Maybe I'll airdrop some in for you if you, if they don't come.
0: Damn. are we? Are we <laughs> fu- <laughs> I'll, I'll get a bunch of those uh little green army man parachutes and drop it to the edge of each uh kid- oh, that'd package. That'd be really fun.
1: That'd be a great promo. <laughs> Damn. How are your kids holding up? Have they been feeling it? Have dude, you been keeping been them in the
0: house? Uh for the most part. Yeah, dude, they're they're cool, man. They we well we got a fucking PS four this week, which helps.
1: Why'd you get a PS4? I just wanted one. Um <laughs> good enough. Good I, enough for me. Dude. I
0: yeah, I saw a video for that for that game, MLB the show twenty twenty, and I was like, All right, I want to get this game. So I just went out and got it. Tight. And then um but yeah, they've been playing Xbox, PS four, doing their own things, and um they've they've really been great the whole
1: time. Dude, are you gonna are you gonna join the rest of the dogs on the Twitch stream now? Getting in the fucking Rocket League? I yeah. think
0: I will. I started playing Rocket League. I, I downloaded it a couple days ago. Um, I play it when I wake up. Oh man, um, it's a nice start to the day. Wow.
1: Oh wow. Our our relationship's going to a whole new level because of Rocket yeah. League. I'm 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 doing this because of you, buddy. No way.
0: Yeah. Not for it's me. Like,
1: not for me. Right. Not for you because of me. Because- yeah, it's like uh, when a when,
0: when a lady lets her boyfriend put it in her butt, like she might not be that into butt sex, but it's like she she loves him so yeah. she'll let him try it.
1: Yeah. That's what I don't want.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. But I Ooh. I I know you, I know
1: I know you love me so you'll let me try Rocket League. <laughs> Fuck, it's rules. A mm-hmm. Bunch of people just jumped on it. Mm-hmm. Number 1, I know I know there's some big names out there talking about getting into it. I'm I'm here to let everyone know I've been about it. I got about a thousand hours in. I'm diamond, right? I'm going to champion wow. this season. Not, wow. I'm not getting cocky, dude. This is just the way things are going. This is the program. Do so, they have a ceremony for you when we get the champion? I'll, I'll organize something. I'll organize a coronation. We should all play soccer with our cars in real life. Yeah. Whoa. That that's dude. when you should. That's when you should leave your spot. That's the only that's the only way I'm leaving, is to play real-life Rocket League. That seems like a real Saudi Prince sport, real-life Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, dude, to that point, uh, a couple weeks ago. I was- <laughs> dude, I'm going I'm to edit a video of Saudis flipping cars into Rocket League highlights, so it looks like they're actually... Dude, uh, I don't think uh, you're that far off from reality. I watched this video
0: of uh, this dude tour in Dubai a couple weeks ago, and they just do that. Like you could hire somebody to take you out into the dunes and they'll fucking gun it through the dunes with you
1: in there. Man, whenever they do it, it looks like, like it looks like there's traffic, but it also looks like they're just driving on top of like, it looks like they're finding Agrabah or they're looking for like a <laughs> lamp or something. There's no, it doesn't seem like there's any infrastructure and they are flying like doing full three sixties. I realized that dude, joke like 15 seconds ago was extremely racist, but I dude, f- they're, they're living Levita al Qaeda. <laughs> Saudi, you're allowed to shit on Saudis, right? They're the bad, They're they're the secret bad guys. Uh, I Help think me you out. Just
0: can't. I think you just can't talk about the princes. I don't talk about the princes. I'll talk about normal Saudi citizens, but the princes are a-okay in my book. Uh, number one. I thought. <laughs> I think you have it backwards. Wait, are you a bad guy, <laughs> Mike? Come I don't, on. I, I've made some new friends on the PS4 network. <laughs> uh, this was great too, Tim. In, um, in that same Dubai video, the guy who is talking about this area that you can go through where they'll have, it's like flavors of the world or something. And they'll have like little kiosks set up to resemble different parts of the world. And he's like, every, every country is represented except Israel. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: Damn, man. Damn. Imagine living somewhere where you're expected to be you know what? I didn't. I, it was not. I was it's like, imagine being in one of those places where it's like there's a clear bad guy, and you have to hate them every day. I guess we almost got a little bit. Of, that that took on for a little bit after nine eleven. I don't have hate in my heart. Epitome of ignorance, dude. I
0: don't allow it, dude. How can you hate them? They have air conditioned bus stops.
1: Wait, who does? In Dubai. Yeah. I don't know about Saudis, but. No, I was, like, either side of it. Like, if you're Israeli, there's a bad guy. And if you're, like, five other countries, how many Muslim countries are there? You've got a bad guy? Dude, <laughs> actually, for a lot of places, Israel is, like, the the final boss. <laughs> That's a lot of, man. Yeah, they're the world's Mike Tyson. For. <laughs>
0: uh. I and was you about to say. Have to watch out in the first round
1: for the U.S. military defense budget. <laughs> <laughs> They're the world's guys. <laughs> let's let's delete. Where's how do you start over? Of all of all the jokes to be live. <laughs> you you had to do that. I'm sorry, I ruined it. Don't <laughs> please please don't do that. <laughs> all right, I won't. right, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, it's better than being glass. Jew,
0: <laughs> Palestine number
1: one. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get a we're, producer. We're cooped up.
0: We're cooped up. We this don't know is just anybody. space madness.
1: That's all this is. Yeah. We're just eating the soap, floating around with fucking Stimpy. We don't know any better, man. I I haven't had a bath in four days. Yeah, How, that's no, a that's no. a sick amount of grime. No, I don't do that. ma'am. Well, when you don't do leave it. the house, you feel I feel like I get dirtier faster.
0: Yeah, sure. I think I think it's a combination of the mental state and you just you're just on more surfaces.
1: God damn it! God damn it! I got a a ding in my ear that fucking burst my eardrum. Sorry about that. Yeah, like Was uh. I've been flossing my teeth more. That's good. (laughs) I think it's a hobby. I'm getting into (laughs) flossing, pretty much. It is fun. Like the little,
0: uh, the individual picks increase the likelihood, I think, of people flossing as opposed to just the long ass shoelaces.
1: I can't do the I can't do the the picks because uh, every time I eat popcorn or like steak, there's like a sliver gets stuck, and I try to use those picks to dig it out, and every single time I end up just like. It slides, like, below my tooth line into my nerve. It's so painful, and I do it every oh, single time. Wow. Yeah, I'm a retag.
0: Maybe that's what's causing your uh, amnesia. <laughs> Just an old piece
1: of meat. <laughs> that that would be a great uh, description of my brain. Uh, I'm, so- of I'm sorry, Mrs. Butterly.
0: There's no way to tell you this, but your husband has amnesia. <laughs>
1: You're getting a little bit of fucking momentum going right now, too. <laughs> I, I just got to get one slur off my chest per episode. <laughs> then I'm good, man. It, don't hold it in, man. You'll give yourself hemorrhoids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were on fire in the... Uh, can I compliment your uh, British news reporter that you did for the Patreon?
0: That felt like an N1 mixtape tour game.
1: You were so you were so funny, man.
0: Like, Dude, you were on fire the whole time, and McKeever... McKe- Heber is actually an incredible actor on top of being very just one of the funniest people in the world. Yeah. But when you watch him act, it's like watching a real person in the movies.
1: (laughs) I sound sound like a grandma describing that. (laughs) He's a very fancy actor. Uh, A real person in the movies. (laughs) No, he's legit. What a what a blessing.
0: Man, if, if you guys haven't seen it yet, check out the Patreon page. Uh, or even here be, on the
1: YouTube, there's a preview. If you're not if you're not sold, just the kind of shit that we're getting bored and thrown up. No big deal. There
0: I guarantee you there's like ninety-nine percent less anti Semitism in that video <laughs> than in this podcast just now that just slipped out because of <laughs> because of 'cause you're a wary good bad boy. Chill. I'll stop. But um yeah, check that out. It's uh, f- uh fat nurse pandemic. <laughs> on youtube and our patreon and it was just uh, a funny idea that tim and john came up with they were just texting these things back to each other and then we we thought it would be a funny funny thing to put up and we're lucky enough that john was available and we did it and it came out really
1: good Fuck yeah! that was dude, I, I just i just want to do things like that all day for sure well i, me- I mean remember when it seemed like that was going to be what we did every day It doesn't matter because it's, you know what? I see that in the future as well. We're doing it now. That's true. Well, yeah, we are literally doing that right now. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need any Hollywood. uh, No big wigs. We don't need any fucking fat
0: cats. I've already burned that one up already. Um,
1: But yeah, we'll just do these on our own, man. We'll just Mm -hmm. keep cranking them out and having fun. No one's going to do it for us. Mm Mm-mm. I, um, man, I did have some cool shit happen to me this week. What happened? Um, I mentioned the Twitch stream earlier, man. I can't believe how that's been going. I just hit, I I got over a hundred subscribers this week Mm. and I don't, I don't know. Thank you. And I don't know how to express how big of a deal that feels like without seeming like the fucking gayest dork in the entire world. Yeah. I don't think people realize it's huge to me.
0: Well, it's huge to everybody because you have to consider how many options people have to consume anything and do anything with their time right now. Mm -hmm. If you can get anybody to do anything in regards to consuming content, you're doing something right. Damn, that makes it feel even bigger. Yeah, I, I told you, like, if you think of it in terms of, say, for example, all right, we did something like if we had like the last video we put up on YouTube, if it had like something like 1,600 views and compare that to like comedy clubs that we performed in like helium. I think it holds like 250 people. Mm -hmm. That's like selling out helium like eight times over or six
1: times over. That's a pretty good perspective to get you through that initial, like quote unquote low numbers, like relatively to like what you'd see as super successful.
0: Yeah, because you'll drive yourself nuts with that. Like yeah. no
1: number will
0: ever be enough because once you reach a certain number, number you'll inevitably c- compare it to something that has higher numbers.
1: Yeah. And then there'll never be a a part where you feel good about what you've achieved. Right. When it should be the opposite. You always have an opportunity to ascend to something better. Yeah. Like there was something that um,
0: Billy McCusker said. It was, um, it wasn't last week that he said, I think it was the last time before last week that I had seen him he was talking about when Matt and Shane had like something like 15 people in their Reddit group when they first started, mm-hmm. he said like, like Matt, Matt Texan was like, Holy shit, dude, there's 15 people in here now. Yeah. Like that's the kind of attitude you have to have when you're creating anything because otherwise you're just going to be miserable the entire time thinking, uh, why isn't it more? Why isn't it more? Whereas somebody like Matt appreciates every person who's been along for the ride because of that.
1: Yeah. Oh Yeah it's yeah Well, wow. i celebrate it i celebrate it dude every every new metric first of all everything's trending up but every new metric i appreciate as though it's a hundred times the last metric or yeah. you know uh marker high water point whatever you want to call it um it's a it's a cool well, feeling and it feels like a gift i'm like giving myself by letting myself feel cool about it is this gay dude, that's... this is super gay
0: be as gay as you want to be man because that that's the truth man because you no matter what it is that you do you have to take time to appreciate everything that you accomplish because otherwise nothing will mean anything it's just like we talked about with the numbers like if you don't take time to think about like holy shit like i took the time to make this and some people like it then it's like oh more people like it cool if one fucking person likes it it's just like all right cool you have that connection with one person but in regards to your Twitch stream, it's just like, all right, you have 100 followers. It's like you have that connection with 100 people, which is a pretty significant milestone.
1: Oh, it's 100 subscribers. Oh, okay. Wow, jeez, we're, 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 we're about to hit 400 followers, dude. Wow, man. Incredible. What a sensational feeling, which uh, seems kind of redundant. But Santa Maria is at the wheel right now. I think you were custom made for doing shit on Twitch. Yeah, and I, I feel like I, there's no one funny playing video games seriously. I'm like, I'm just enough, I'm just enough funny and just enough really good at video games.
0: You're you're the perfect recipe for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the the fucking chat. Actually, I would I would do it if I was still I was if I was terrible and the chat was the same. I would do it every every night. I'd be embarrassed just to get into the fucking chat. It's so fucking <laughs> sick. Shout out, fucking Chef McNulty, the ultimate the ultimate sniper. Insane. <laughs> The d- the dude is unhinged, and he he'll beat me to joke. Sometimes I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, dude! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking rules!" Oh, uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for anybody who lets a
1: fart loose in the group chat. Uh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that took off. I I actually don't recall who who did it first. I don't know if it was Cannoli Killer or not, or if it was Peachy. I don't know, but. That dude, that not, that was a moment. I think it's captured on video too. But when that first fart hit, I think someone on Reddit might have shared it, and it was just—it was there was a, a a terrific fart sound effect, a bunch of misunderstandings on my part, and it just man, that really built up <laughs> and paid off. What a blast! Oh man, I can't wait to get you far. I can't wait to drag you deep into video games.
0: I'm having fun, man. I it this was the first time that I've played games. Actually playing NHL 03 at your house for that one game 2 weeks ago kind of set the wheels in motion. It was it reminded me of how much fun I used to have playing. Mhm. And and one thing that I realized tonight that I've had forgotten would happen when I play games. You get boners a lot when you play.
1: <laughs> I I don't know. I don't think so. I I I, I game pretty hard, so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know I, if you can really. I, I might, but... not, I might not be gaming hard enough, but it, it's weird.
0: It's 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 anytime I sit there and I play, it happened tonight for the first time because this was, I sat down to just get balls deep into a baseball game, and I just remember thinking like, "Wow, I used to get this all the time. I would have to pause my game, go into the bathroom, and beat off." <laughs> I think that happens to a lot of real players too. I don't think, <laughs> like when pitchers
1: get taken out of the game, that's what happens. Oh, I'm I'm sure athletes are constantly like unloading between you know, innings, periods, quarters. There's probably, these probably think- people have probably been screamed at by coaches to go fucking come. <laughs> Who do you think's the biggest comer? Oh, uh, that's there. I I would say the all time great. My money would be on Charles Barkley. Yeah, he's a good comer. He look, he looks like a big pooper, too. <laughs> just
0: just fat ass hanging over the sides of the uh, toilet. I, do, do you remember a guy that also played for the Sixers named Rick Mahorn? No, I've never followed basketball very closely. <laughs> well, he was another thick dude that had a fat ass. And the Sixers traded for him one year. And he and Barkley were just clogging up the lane and they had a uh, they would call them thump and bump and they they had a t-shirt that uh my aunt bought for me it was two caricatures of barkley
1: and rick mahorn touching butts (laughs) well there's our shirt design (laughs) where's all good (laughs) all good we're summoning you dude we need a thump and bump dad meat (laughs) shirt fuck marina you genius you're full you're full of the perfect ideas. Good ideas and uh regretful slurs. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that was FDR's uh campaign slogan. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 J deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man. Know. Oh man, you're in the red right now. Mm. You're gonna burn up, man. I don't I know what's happened. <laughs> I don't. I don't usually get
0: like this. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh you know, I, I think you you got me started by let me say, don't tard. put this on me, dude. Listen, um, extreme. I'm I've read Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink, but I refuse to accept ownership for using the word "tard." You got me started on that, and then it was.
1: Get out of here. Get out of here, dude. You gave me my first sip of beer, now I do heroin. It's on you. Nope. <laughs> no, sir. Nope. All right. I let you take a little fucking twist off a can of Budweiser, and now you're out here fucking shooting it into your veins. Don't don't put that on me. Do not put that on me, Michael. I don't want to hear that. I'm not going to I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to participate right. in that. All right. I'm sorry. You're right. It's all right. You're forgiven. All right, thank you, you fucking titty baby, <laughs> <laughs> man. No, the, you know what, Pete? Like, and I, I, I was talking about this on the stream after some regretful words, but people know our hearts. They hear our words, but they know our hearts, and they know there's no hate in them. Yeah, I,
0: I know, and I, I know people can pick up on that, but still,
1: I, I really like to.
0: Uh save my words it's like a break open in case of an emergency situation (laughs) and i I don't like to use my slurs willy-nilly like i did today so
1: you picture like the uh the the axe behind the glass like breaking case of fire instead of an axe it's just the n-word printed across the back of the box (laughs) 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 yeah i think those words should exist but only in those situations like what you don't have to say one of the words, but give me a situation where you would feel justified popping one out of the holster.
0: Uh, somebody's taking way too long to cross the street. Nope, out- nope,
1: nope. Let me stop. <laughs> All
0: right. Outside of a crosswalk. <laughs> Mike. Oh, dude, I was my so God. bummed out. Don't Tim- make the perfect case for it. You gotta fuck it. <laughs> oh, my dude, God. Oh, man, I was so bummed out because during that, um, that BBC thing yesterday, um, I wanted to say something like right when we we got finished there were just things that were just coming to my mind they're just like oh i wish i said this Oh, i wish i said this and one was in regards to uh uh certain people not using the crosswalks and just in england and just spitting of the face
1: of the abbey road cover <laughs> <clears throat> man yeah you're you're a real animal and it's but, and it's all your fault. It's not my fault at all. I don't egg you on. Right. I don't. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll accept ownership. There you go. Th-
0: this is extreme ownership. That's all I wanted. Can you add Jocko willing to the Zoom meeting
1: so <laughs> he can hear me say this? I don't like the phrase extreme ownership, by the way, when you're talking about Makes you think not slavery. being racist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to not refer to that. <laughs> The title of that right. book ever again, right, I'm just gonna call it e o <laughs> <laughs> man this is just I, imagine of all of all the episodes to stream this is what happens when we're not together. this is we're losing it, just fueled by hate. The last time I see my family, I'm going to go out. It's going to be like the most dire, like everything's going to crumble and fall apart. And it's going to get to the point where going outside will guarantee that you're risking your life. Like there's almost a chance anytime you even think about leaving the house, you're risking never coming back. And I'm going to be in my full biohazard suit, surgical mask, and it's all, like, up to code. I, I spent months gathering the perfect supplies for this mission. The gloves are sturdy, right? They're, like, hmm. almost like electrician's gloves, the, the ones that they use for, like, the grounding shit. And I'm, like, I'm ready to go out into the fucking world, and I look back. I look, I open the front door, and I look back at my wife and kids, and I'm, like, I got to go be with Mike. And then I close oh. the door behind me. Yeah, dude. They they starved to death within two weeks, and uh, we just we get one final podcast out before... The fucking sun sets on Civilization. How's I don't want to. That sound?
0: wanna, it sounds great, but I, don't, I just want to let you know, I'll probably be flying the chew plane at that
1: point. <laughs> a blimp might be sick, right? How hard is that to keep in the air? I actually don't answer. That's probably really stupid. <laughs> That'd be great for dropping boner pills, though. Like If you're going to drop fucking schlong tax. Uh, you know what? I got to make a note. 2021, I'm fucking on a blimp. 20. I don't have room in it for it. room. There's no room in the program this year to fuck on a blimp. I'm I'm putting that on 2021. Would you tell the guy to turn around, or you think? No, I'd like to face him. <laughs> 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 oh, oh no, the pilot, the blimp pilot. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would keep the tinted window. I would assume it's like a window, uh, a limo. <laughs> Just... You ever go in a hot air balloon? No, I would love to though. I'll go up and one with you. Yeah? Yeah. We could probably make that happen. We could probably do that.
0: Yeah, let's do that one day. Oh, we should do a podcast from the air balloon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Done deal. All right, cool. That might... Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. No, we'll do it on a video. Oh, that would be fun, man. Jesus Christ, man. I'm already already picturing this. Yeah, it's going to be great. I kind of want to... To reset the
0: um, hit the reset button on my experience with hot air balloons because I've never been in one, but I remember going to see my great aunt who had the son who they bought a chimp for. She got she got put in a home in the middle of nowhere. Uh, The chimp? No. (laughs) (laughs) They dropped her out of a blimp. Yeah. No, but they uh, they sent her to a home in the middle of nowhere. And I remember going to visit her and it was super sad. And on the way there, we could see hot air balloons because there was so much space out there. And just when we got there, we had to do puzzles with her, and the puzzles never had all the pieces, so there was never any feeling of accomplishment. It was always like unfulfilled potential <laughs> and then your family
1: would just leave you well <laughs> dead now, I'm assuming yeah. yeah, chimp killed her he he ripped her
0: face off, and then he had to live there for the rest <laughs> of his days. Wait a second
1: I, is there did someone ask me to? get you to retell the story of your uncle killing a chimp. I will You know what? I have a lot of um
0: I when I did Chris Wood show at Helium, I had Oh, um, you're holding on to this. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'll, I'll 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 display it at some point, but just to let everybody know the basis of the story was my great aunt um had an adoptive son and they just spoiled him rotten and her husband was a mafia guy, so they could get things that normal people couldn't get. So they ended up getting him a chimp because he just wanted a monkey to himself. And they got a chimp and this chimp acted like a chimp would act if he's stuck in a row home in South Philly 24 hours a day. And as a result, uh the chimp got stabbed to death. <laughs> he
1: he became too much of a problem in that. Uh, he started an <laughs> argument on the front steps <laughs> 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 on the porch. <laughs> do <laughs> you want I should eat some bananas <laughs> oh! stabbing <laughs> god i I really hate myself <laughs> uh, <laughs> they could, They could partially shave the chimp and try to pass him off as Italian. <laughs> Sorry, you better read it in, man. They, they, Italians don't deserve this. No, no, they do. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. He's throwing shit in the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only sign language it learns is that <laughs> <laughs> move. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude.
0: I apologize, man. Monkeys are a lot like Italians.
1: <laughs> uh, I really feel like I avoided saying anything that catastrophic about them. Just picture these these Italian monkeys making
0: confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed up in white suits.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Doing priest, fancy it- roller skating moves at the roller <laughs> rink. <laughs> That used to be an Italian thing, I think. That's a black people Ugh. thing now, but I think it used to be an Italian thing.
0: Oh, man, did you see the Wu-Tang Clan documentary? No.
1: No, I just watched it. Oh,
0: that was great. There was one part that really cracked me up, though. One guy, I think it was Inspector Deck, he talked about how popular the roller rink was and how everybody liked going there. And he said he would always wear one roller skate and one sneaker, just, just in case. If he felt like skating, he could skate. And if he felt like walking around, he could walk around.
1: They're only skated on one foot. Yep. Nah, that's <laughs> that's really... <laughs> that's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guess you could just push the whole time with the other foot. Mm-hmm. But what's the point of skating if you're not if you're not getting in that full stride, dude? That's the most athletic you could feel is well, that might be skewed because I was such a fucking fat child. Yeah, I don't know, buddy. I was able to put some fucking weight behind those skates and get some speed. You look like you were a rollerblade guy. Eventually, yeah, but uh, you remember when everyone got their like starter rollerblades? Like, no one's parents really wanted to make the take the fucking plunge, so everyone got like cheap plastic rollerblades at first. I can't relate. You want to know how much my first rollerblades were? How much? Three hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. There's not that much engineering in rollerblades. They're just sneakers with wheels. Uh, they were they were Nike rollerblades, and they looked I didn't even know Nike shit. made rollerblades. They
0: did, and they were they looked awesome. And I got them too small, and they fucking killed my feet. And the first day I got them, there was a track around my house at my old high school. I had my mom like drive onto the track because I was so unsteady on my feet. I had her drive onto the track and pull me out of the back seat so I could <laughs> go around the two laps by myself.
1: That's Child King shit. <laughs> That's Cartman. You Cartmaned your mom into <laughs> driving you around the track. What color were they? They were black and green and white. Like a neon should... green? Like it stood out? Like extreme, like energy drink green?
0: No, I don't think they were
1: that bright green, but... I'm trying to gauge how cool they were based on the colors. I'll find a picture and uh, and bring it up. Do you but... have a picture with you
0: in them? No. I, because there, I went through a period where I really wanted to learn how to play hockey. So I got rollerblades and I got ice skates and I would go ice skating almost every day. And the skating time was like 11 to 12 and it was during weekdays. So naturally it was just me and other me and one other weirdo there. And we probably skated together for a good six months without ever saying a word to one another with he and I just being the only ones on the ice he would be doing his figure skating in the center and I would just be lumbering around the ice in my ice hockey skates.
1: Dude, the way you guys communicated didn't it didn't need words. You spoke through your skating. We were like gorillas. <laughs> we were like ice gorillas. Did you did did you have a very expressive uh skate? Would you would you really like get your message across just through your movement? No, I uh It was very uncoordinated on skates. (laughs) It's just it
0: it never never computed in here as to exactly what you're supposed to do. I could kind of stop. I could kind of turn around, Could kind of skate backwards and was never really
1: that smooth skating forward. That's uncoordinated. And do you ever want to like get back? Do you ever want to like finally nail it down now that you're old enough? You've got time. You've got the coordination. You're more athletic. I will because I did enjoy it. I mean, it's. As weird as it was that I never got good at it, dude. Please buy yeah. rollerblades.
0: I don't know about that. I will buy <laughs> ice skates though, just because I like the way the ice smells. What? You, the smell of an ice skating rink? That's mostly feet.
1: I I guess I'm a of a frozen foot man. Ugh. I kind of get it. I kind of get. It. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit. I'm like, dude. I'm channeling Uncle Ron, dude. I'm I'm channeling my my olfactory senses here. My my uh olfactory fucking memory and yeah i'm getting a little bit of rink and it's unpleasant but it feels good it's a nice nice smell Mm. that's a nostalgia that's a special nostalgia is a scent because you can't Mm -hmm. like show someone i can't pull up a link to what something smelled like you have to share an experience and be able to communicate it dude the apartment building that one of my aunts used to live in had my all-time favorite smell
0: and this elderly coworker that i had a conversation with recently mentioned that she lives in the building that my aunt used to live in and i was very close to asking if i could come into the vestibule
1: one day smell it and leave mm. yeah as you said that i i'm picturing like whatever wood polish they used at my catholic grade school just smelling like the heart the the floors and like any kind of pillars and walls it was all the same wood with the same finish and it all smelled the same and i yeah. i'd I, I'd pay a couple bucks to get a whiff of that, but I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what the scent was, so I couldn't even have someone recreate it. They would have had to gone there and know better than me. Grade school is a very unique smell. Yeah, usually bad. I don't think I've been in many schools that didn't make me want to fucking barf. Yeah, it's a it's a strong scent. But
0: the, dude, remember, you yeah, said, was wood finish. Was it, dude? Remember in Catholic school how on Saint Nicholas
1: Day they would make you put your shoes in the hallway? Mm-hmm. Some real creep shit. Yeah, it still bothers me. Mm-hmm. I, cause I, I obviously I was like the sweatiest, f- fucking smelly feet kid. <laughs> Probably, uh, maybe everyone felt that way. Well, you were thinking more about just a pre- priest out there acting like their own supermarket sweep.
0: Yeah, no, I was just thinking about the humiliation. <laughs> I do remember having a ho- uh, hole in my socks, uh, in fourth grade. And having a hole in my sock, and having to take my shit off, and just thinking like, "Oh fuck, today's the day," and I just sitting there doing spelling
1: with my fucking big toe exposed. God, that fucking sucks, dude. Mm-hmm. I I feel for you. Mm-hmm. There's no ah oh, man, and no one would care if I saw someone with a hole in a sock. I'd be like, that sucks, man. Yeah. But if I if I, every time I've ever worn socks with a hole in them, I've had to take my shoes off unexpectedly every single time in my life. Mm-hmm. And obviously, no one would care, but that's like a what a well! I don't know what trauma makes you just not be able to handle that, but it breaks me up. Yeah, man, I get it. Maybe it's something about being poor. It's just poor people shit. Yeah, I
0: mean, that's. I was thinking a lot about being poor yesterday because I was right <laughs> <laughs> I was writing. I was writing myself an email about it, but I'm just thinking of all the all the weird indignities you experience as a result of being poor that the average person who's never had experience being poor just wouldn't comprehend. Uh, yeah. It's just, they have no idea. They're not like even the, curious about it. You you could not even fathom like, like normal people who have never had the experience of being poor. I think they just view being poor as simply being the absence of money. Yeah. Whereas the reality is one of the, one of the greatest detriments of being poor is the, um, the early onset disillusionment with everything feeling as though no matter what good thing happens that the bottom is going to fall out at some point
1: yeah yeah i know i know a lot of people who live paycheck to paycheck and in their heads they're like well this is poor it's like no that's not poor that's mm -hmm. that's completely different yeah Yeah, that's just not having enough money yeah you don't get to do as many fun things as you would like there's real poor out there I was uh, that's One thing I was thinking about how, uh you know, the coronavirus is killing comedy. I think you're going to see a lot of, like, young alt-comedy types turning on each other when they realize that some of them have been, been propped up by their parents this entire time. And oh, and I been, can't like, wait. They've been faking the funk because they fucking, they smell and they're dirty. And they're like, yeah, I'm basically poor. And they're like, no, dude, you're poor as a hobby and your friends are about to find out. <laughs> your Dude, your friends who are like, well... The, the money that I was counting on to like, I was going to be handed this money and I was going to turn it directly over to like a landlord or something. Those people are going to start fucking flipping out soon. They're going to start cracking up. It serves them right, man. And these fucking, it's going to, oh man. Oh, I don't know. Maybe this is just a sick fantasy of mine, but I'd love to see it. It's going to happen because the reality is like
0: right now, like you're starting to see people get weird, especially like if you 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 scroll through Twitter you could get get a good gauge on the pulse of, of what's happening culturally, and even earlier on than right now. Like right now, I think you're starting to see more and more people. But very early on, I think people were going very quickly going to sell nude photos, <laughs> and saying, "I can't do this." And it's just like you just gotta fucking sit in your house. Yeah. Like if you have an internet connection, just you you can make it a few weeks. I think now once we get into maybe like a month or so, then. Like now we're we're getting close to the point of things
1: getting a little weird for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling the weirdness, but I'm aware of it, dude. I'm I'm in control. Uh keep my family happy and healthy, but who knows? Who knows how I would have handled this a year ago or 2 years ago. I would have wanted to blow my fucking brains out, for sure. I would have been unproductive, I would have been useless. I probably would have got fired from my job for just not showing, like, taking any initiative in this situation, in these trying times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now look at me, dude. I'm a fucking program of a man. I know you are, man. It, you know, mentioned it earlier, the importance of having a program,
0: and it comes up every fucking episode. But, you know, I wasn't fucking around me because now is the time where your mind has more than enough time to just fucking wander and get lost in arguments that you've lost imaginary arguments that you've lost so now like you really have to sit yourself down every fucking day and say look this is the shit i'm going to get done this is what i have to get done and there's there's no wiggle room here there's no wiggle room for fucking unnecessary bitch boy bullshit
1: yeah if you don't give yourself something to focus on i wonder if there's an effect where like if you don't have something external and i don't count binge watching anything on netflix external that's like passive if you don't have like a a a, a deliberate activity or something to focus on I think it's just you and your feelings and i think if you overexamine your feelings there's a good chance in isolation for that extended amount of time there's a good chance you're going to crack yourself up oh without a doubt man it's not going to be good I, i've realized that i need
0: if i don't get 20 minutes of exercise a day i go sideways pretty quickly yeah i need exercise i need to do something creative and i need to read if I can just knock out those three small things throughout the course of a day, I know whatever else I engage in, I'll feel as though I earned that. If I can get those three small things accomplished,
1: yeah, I'm gonna start writing down an agenda for the day just to have something to look forward to, like uh, almost like, um, like a, I don't know. It feels nice to check things off a list, and I'm doing that with work because we, you know, I've got like a, a ticket system that I have to maintain, and my tasks are pretty laid out for me. But I'd love to have just something. Like, here's what I actually want to do today. Let's just see how close I can get to each of them. And you know what? It's especially cool, too. Like,
0: when you write out too much for yourself, where there's no chance if you can get all this shit done so that you go to bed energized to fucking knock off what you okay. didn't get done the previous day. Um, I think it was the day before yesterday. I had, like, normally I'll set out less than 10 things. And a lot of the things are really just, you know, shit that'll take me less than 10 minutes to do,
1: but it's an important thing that I get got to get done throughout the course of the day. Floss, stab a chimp, just real quick things you can knock off the list. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it was
0: two days ago. I listed like 15 things just because these things kept coming to mind. I was like, well, let me see how much I can get done today. And I got done probably like, I would say 10 of them, but just feeling as though like, okay, I got this, I got this, I got this. And I got this. It kept me going throughout the course of the day because You know, those feelings, you know, they could start in more easily now than they would if things were normal out there. Oh, yeah. You know, you could fight them up. It would take longer for them to creep in. You're fatigued. Um, You can't fight them off. mm -hmm. And especially, I I know in a lot of cases, like, we're, we're lucky in that, you know, we have our families with us because, you know, that's somebody, if we just wanted to say, okay, like, I'm going to spend three hours with this person today doing some fucking, something fun that we don't normally do. We have that luxury and we both have three kids and we both have a wife. So that's, that's four people that we could dedicate things to in the course of a given day, which would count as tasks. whether it's just like, you know, watching a movie with somebody or just like doing like some specific exercise
1: with somebody or or going for a walk with somebody. Today, uh, today I spent about an hour. We put down the, uh, the jujitsu mats and I put two, uh, toddler mattresses on top of them. And then I shoved it all up against the front of the couch and then I laid on them on my stomach just like flat with my back exposed. And the Mm -hmm. kids would try to run off of the couch and when their feet got onto me I would twist my body one way or the other to try to trip them or make their legs fall out from under them. And they would just face plant and roll off and we just did that for about an hour. All three kids just cycling through and me trying to shake them off my back and make them fall on their heads. One of the greatest
0: joys in life is fucking with kids kids to the point where you don't know if they're hurt or not when they hit the ground
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i i love seeing kids take like a varsity blues hit just Mm -hmm. gets spun around in the air that that's a that's a jacked up yeah and oh man when kids kids want to do flips and it's when they're first like able to do flips and the flips are bad and they're getting hurt every time they do it that's that's prime time baby stuff man yeah it's like kid whippets (laughs) (laughs) yeah They get fucking wild. And it's, I don't know, I feel like I'm getting kind of a workout just getting fucking trampled. And they're like, purposely like kicking me and digging their heels in and taking cheap shots like the way kids do. And that's, I don't know, still feels fun. And another thing to keep in mind too, which is another thing that I'm trying to be more conscious of, is
0: uh, our our mental states and our attitudes are going to dictate the entire family's mental states and attitudes. So if we start to unravel in the very least, the, the, the whole fucking operation is going to come off the hinges
1: true true and uh you know not to put too fine a point on it but it's um really it's one reason i'm really excited about this blue chew delivery tomorrow tim <laughs> sort myself <laughs> out <laughs> it is coming man and you know what i'm actually very glad you brought a blue chew because now
0: seems like a great time to read this so this episode is sponsored by blue chew, blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. If you go to bluechew.com and type in promo code FATBIRD, you get a free sample. You just got to pay 5 bucks for shipping, and they'll send you a bunch of free Blue Chews. Um, it's super simple. Tim and I both took advantage of that, and we both reaped the benefits of it. I, I hope. I hope – I hope they get here before the Postal Service collapses. They should actually like put them in brick form and throw them through your front window. That's <laughs> the way that everybody should get Bluetooth.
1: <sighs> well, uh, we're at about an hour, I believe. We're at about an hour.
0: Oh, What else do we want to talk about? Was there one other thing that we had mentioned?
1: I don't know. We talk every day.
0: Yeah, I don't think we hit anything else, man.
1: Yeah, check out the Patreon yeah. video. Check out my fucking Twitch stream. And uh, Sunday morning, let's see how many dogs we can get into. Fuck, let's initiate some dogs in Rocket League. Let's let's baptize Mike in Rocket League. I look forward to it. Actually, fucked. Well, I got work. I don't know if I can fucking play on Sundays. God damn it! What nights do you do it? Uh, during quarantine, every every weeknight except Friday. Okay.
0: I could, I could definitely do it during during the week. What's Friday's on? not a
1: week night. I don't know, like nine, like nine or so. Okay, it's sick. Yeah, dude. I could do that. You've been there. You've 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 mixed it up with it. You've chopped it up with the dogs, with the bubs. Yeah, I could. Uh, I'll, I'll be in there for the chat on Sunday. But as far as actually playing, I'll, I'll be there during the week. I'll get you next time, dude. I, like I said, just got the fucking diamond. Two other dogs got the diamond. The wow, fucking, man. Yeah, the the dad meet rocket Rocket League club number one with the sickest colors. By the way, we're fucking tearing it up right now. We're raising a real a real fucking monster squad. And uh it's phew, look out. Look out. Sorry. I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm proud of us because you're gonna be a big part of it. Yeah. All right, Bob. Uh let's uh actually I'm gonna end it here and let's fucking chill in the YouTube chat for a couple minutes. How's that sound? All right, cool. Sounds good, man. And I look
0: forward to being back together, man, because this is fun, but it's there's nothing like being in there together and
1: doing this someday soon buddy all right bubs <laughs> all right i love you buddy love you too bud too love you dogs